and this is Changing the Narrative. I'm your host, David Reeves. We want to change the narrative. We have been spoon-fed a narrative, a narrative of atheism. We have been spoon-fed a narrative in the media. We have been spoon-fed a narrative in our schools and in our universities, but that narrative is not the truth. So today we are changing the narrative. We are giving you the truth, and I am joined with Angela Prim. She just got off stage on the Wonders Theater. Angela, welcome to the program. <laughs> oh, it's a blessing to be here and to see all that you're doing for the Lord. I'm excited. Thank, I'm excited. Thank you. But I tell you what, it's a blessing to have you here. Listen, I first became familiar with your work. I was doing, actually, I was doing an album around 2013. And uh, and I came across some of your work, and I was like, man, if I one day I want to get her on on one of my records to sing something because you have one of the most powerful, beautiful voices that I've ever heard. Oh no, I'm just loud. <laughs> I love him, and I'm I'm loud, so that's a good combination. <laughs> All right, what does the Bible say? It says, "Make a joyful noise, noise. to the Lord," yeah. and we know how to make yes. some noise. He didn't say a hum; he said a noise. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> <laughs> and the whole idea is if we're glorifying him, then hopefully somebody is going to hear that noise. Yes. And uh, and that's what you do. Yes. That's my life. Well, that has been my life. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Have you always grown up in Tennessee or where? What was your journey? I am from Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. And then I uh, was, I got married to a military personnel okay. that uh, we relocated from Indianapolis to Fort Campbell, Kentucky, okay. Okay. which is like 45 minutes away from Nashville. Yes. And while I was married, my husband decided to marry someone else. Okay. So I knew that I wasn't Mormon. <laughs> so I decided, I said, okay, I'm I'm going to stay in Nashville. I was singing for a television show okay. called Bobby Jones Gospel. Oh, yes. So yeah. I was there. I was one of his girls of New Life, and I was with him from 86 to 94. Is that right? So the television show brought me over to Nashville, and I've been here ever since. How about that? Ever since. That is so neat. Yes. Okay, yes. so now that television show, there will there will be multiple acts, big choirs, all sorts of things, yes, right? Yes, all the time. But you sang with his group. Yes, I sang with his group. Okay. I was his secretary. Okay. I did, you know, I never put all my eggs in one basket, you know. <laughs> when you're a singer, and people say, you know, I want to be a singer, you know, yeah. you better have more than one basket. You should learn to be versatile in S. Because yeah. <laughs> there are rich times and yes. there are poor times and you Feast never know what's coming. You right. know? That's right. So I just thank God for wisdom and not to be so secure in one thing. Yes. But to seek God for the plans that he has. Amen. Amen. Yes. Because he's got a plan. He does. And uh, I was talking with someone earlier today. It was like, he's got a plan. A lot of times we have plans, but his plans are so much better. Yes. And so be open to yes. that. Yes. Just now, be open. You just got off of the Wonder Stage uh, in the theater for a show called America's Gospel Music. Yes. And you sang yes. several songs, including one that you just recently released. You did a music video with another good friend, Gene McDonald. Oh. Uh, what's the name of the song? Yes. If I can help oh, somebody. Man. Oh, I David. love I love that song. I love the oh, way you sing it. I love. Whew. 
make me cry. Mm. You know, that song is my life. Yeah. We're so bent on getting things done for ourselves. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If I, I want, if I, I want, uh-huh. you know, and I'm even careful about that when I pray. I say, God, please don't allow my prayers to become self-centered yeah. because it's about him. That's right. You see, we're going to come and go, but he's the only thing that's going to last throughout eternity. Amen. And what and what were we given? It was the Great Commission. Go out. Yes. Share the gospel yes. with every. If if we can help somebody if, in that journey, yes. Then our listen, living shall not, not be in vain. Hallelujah. Okay. So you know, here's the thing. We can we can. I know I can oftentimes get a little self-centered and there have been times in ministry over the last 15 years it was like man lord am i doing what i'm supposed to be doing and is am i actually making a difference is this and you get a little down on yourself you know Mm -hmm. and you're like yeah oh i'm just not just just not cutting it here because it's not about you it's it's what does the lord want and it's in those moments i remember vividly there was one time in one of those valleys and I said, uh, I said, am I, am I really, is this, is this right? It, am I making a difference? Oh, I go to the post office box, just five minutes down the road, get out the mail and I'm sitting in the car, right? And, and, and I said, well, man, I don't have to be to my next meeting for a little bit. Let me just open up a couple of letters. I open up the letter, uh, one of the letters there. And the first thing is, it's this, it's this fella that he says, David, I've been watching you on television here for the last few months, uh, faithfully watching the TV shows that you're producing. You're talking about, you know, biblical history, science and the Bible, uh, those sorts of things. But then you tell me, you know, that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and all that. He said, he said, I couldn't help myself after this last program. I just had to drop to my knees and accept Christ. Hallelujah. That was what I needed in that moment. He that's <laughs> praise the Lord, but that's actually what I needed to hear. And yes. that's like the Lord sending this signal. You're on the right track. Keep going. Be yes. faithful. Just yes. before we turn on the camera, as you mentioned, it's like be faithful. Yes. And let the Lord open the doors. And let the Lord open the door. Because see, we we base our success and non-success on men's perception. <laughs> oh yeah. You see? Yeah. Seeking so, the praise of men. Yes, yeah. yes. And you know, when they don't applaud, okay, we're not good. When they do applaud, okay, I'm everything. Uh-huh. But God said, if you would just be what I called you to be. Wow. With or without an applause. Yeah then he can use you because there are a lot of places that he's going to need you to go that men will not applaud. Isn't that so true? You look back at the New Testament, at those at those first believers, right? Most of the time they go into a city and the people did not applaud, right? The people were like, no, we want you out of here. But then there were those few that they touched the lives of, that accepted yes. Christ, that that started following that journey. And, and man, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all. You know, they called it the way back in the yeah. first centuries, yeah. you know, the, the way. We weren't even, you know, Christians, you know, it was right. the way. Yeah. And I read church history and how the followers of Jesus Christ went through hell. Yeah, they you did. Know? And we can't even go through a delayed flight. 
<laughs> without getting mad at God. Right. You know? Right. I'm 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 loving, I'm reading about Paul and the history. I mean, you're so in my spirit because yeah. it's I mean, you're the epitome of what I would want the church to <laughs> land on with mm-hmm. you, your your youth, your energy, your passion, your hunger. That's what God wants. And then we look at our children in church and we say, Who the church is dying? <laughs> but I look at you yeah. and I see what God is doing through you. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Well, I'm so grateful. Well, I'm so blessed. I have I have been offered opportunities that very few. I've been around the world. I've had multiple television programs, and and just in the last year, picking up over a hundred thousand square foot facility, complete with TV studios, audio production on, facilities, post production facilities, Woo. a theater, a dinner theater, uh, a museum, all of these things. And if you yes. were to tell me one year ago that I would be on this journey, I, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have laughed at you, you know? Right. And yet, because of Jesus, yes. because of what the Lord can do. What he wants done. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to accomplish he's it. Gonna with, accomplish with or without, without. us. That's right. Are you That's right. willing <laughs> to allow him to use you? Yes, because if not, he's going to move on. <laughs> That's just the bottom line. Yeah, you it's know? so true. So I'm true. so happy. I'm so happy to to be in your presence, in the presence of the future church. <laughs> I love it. Amen. I was on the grounds of the uh, city of David in Jerusalem, and there's nothing like that place. David, I have such a passion to know more about the Lord. I can't wait. Have you been to Petra? I have never been to Petra. I want to go, David. Yeah. Sponsor a trip or something. Hey, I'll pay. So I've had a couple of people ask me if I would lead a tour to Israel. I've been about a dozen times, but I've never actually personally led a tour. So yes. I'm going to do that. I le- See, I lead a, an African photo safari to South Africa to take pictures of all the wildlife every year in usually August. And we go out and we get as close as we can to all the different wildlife. Oh, wow. And then we come back around the campfire and talk about how God designed those animals <laughs> to fulfill their specific purpose, right? But what I also want to do is couple that, those design, those science, those photo safaris along with the history of the Bible and, and do some type of a, let's do an Israel tour. You come along with me because I want you to sing every night on that tour. I'm telling you, I get to the, we got to on the the Sea of Galilee in that little boat and they said, Sister Angie, would you sing? I said, that could be dangerous because I'm big and this boat is small. (laughs) And we got to sing it. This is the day. And when I got through in the presence of the Lord, all you could see people was holding on to the boat. (laughs) But I love it. I love it. I, every, every stop, but like I said, I was there March of 2020, just before COVID hit. Wow. And we were on the last flight. All the flights had been canceled except for ours. But I'm telling you, it took nothing away. Yes. From the presence of God in that place. When you were there, when you were in the Holy Land. Yes. It changes things, doesn't it? Yes. When you start to read the Bible. Yes. You come back home and you're, oh. I can picture it. I can actually see exactly David. what it's saying. 3D. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 3D. It turns the Christian walk into 3D. Yes. You know, I was teasing when they were telling me about you. I said, oh, he's Indiana Jones. I'm going to meet Indiana Jones. I just went to uh, see the Indy, you know, it just come out yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in June. And I love the 4DX. Oh, you know, yeah. I love it. You know, I feel like so I'm a part of it. You, you know, do not, do not spoil this for me because I 
I have not yet seen the oh, movie. You but gotta go. You gotta go. And I'm telling you, I was like, Ooh. so when I was in Israel, yeah. it's 4DX. You move, yes. you can feel, you can breathe. You, you know, it touches yes. the heart. It, it does. It touches the heart when you realize yes. that you're that close to yes. where not just history happened because everywhere you go there's history yeah that's right that's right you go to somewhere where it's so significant where jesus is literally doing miracles yes. touching people yes. and they're healed yes. and then you you realize well yeah this is this is a holy place but guess what jesus came and then he was crucified he was buried he was raised he sent us the holy spirit and now he lives in, in us. us right we don't yes. we don't even have to go to the we holy land to experience that joy that he can give us but the but but it says that it is god's holy land yes yeah so he honors that oh, god yeah. honors his word that's right throughout history throughout mankind god honors his word so he's like Come and just get a taste. Yes. So when you come and, you know, you lose yourself because the anointing is so powerful Uh that you become just, uh, you you, you melt, you know, your humanness just melts in the awesomeness of God. Understanding how God could keep that little nation. I know. Against so much oppression. Yes. And I mean. Surrounded by oppression. David. David. (laughs) Surrounded, but God. And yet God. But God. (laughs) Listen, have you been to the garden too? Yes, honey. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So it feels, again, I mean, I'm not trying to say, oh, well, everything has to feel right for it to be right. No, but there there is something to being there. There's a presence there. Yes. There's a peace that is there. Yes, it is. And. And yet, and yet, there's there's still history. I, re- I remember I was in an archaeological excavation near the Garden Tomb. Say where, that again. I we, love the way you say that. I love <laughs> I love you, David. I love you. I love it. Okay, you were we, what now? Here I am, <laughs> underground in an archaeological excavation near the Garden Tomb. <laughs> Not Indiana Jones, but <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. You but can't as, take that from me. As I'm going underground, I see these big tarantulas crawling, and I feel like Indiana Jones. I'm like, oh yeah, just brush them off. But except I'm afraid of spiders. No, so I'm going down, and in those excavations, sifting through the material, some friends of mine brought out this tiny little seal this little glass quartz cylinder seal is what it was and if you were to roll it across hot wax or clay or whatever it makes the seal of this famous person you know whoever it might be yes you roll that out and i'm like okay well this this has to be you know this is really really special is it is it something honoring yahweh is it something that is you know that that is It's the impression of the moon god's sin. And I'm sitting there, and it it comes, this is a a god that was worshipped at Haran, where Abraham came out, right? And I'm like, well, this is kind of disappointing. But then, no, no, I realize that this is history. We read that even up to the time of (laughs) King Solomon, he's, he's fall, as wise as he was, he started to fall into these little pits. He's yes. like, oh, he started to go towards other yes. gods. Yes, he did. And yes. we've got to remember that. No matter how smart we think we are, we've got to keep yes. the Lord as the center focus. We yes. can't have the God of sports. We can't have the God of this, have Come the on. God of TV, yeah, have the God. Right. We have to keep the Lord 
as our focus, as our hub, yes, front and center. Yes. Yes. And so even the wisest man on earth could fall away like that. And yet, and yet, the Lord's always in control. Always in control. And what we have to understand about our foe, our enemy, is that he's real patient. Yes. Yeah. He's waiting for that. He he, he waits. He waits. Mm. He's going to let you have your glory. (laughs) He's going to let you have your fame. Mm. He's going to even let you have your fortune. Yeah. Oh, but it's that little bitty crack that he's going to wait for. Yeah. Just like he did with Solomon. Seeking whom he may devour. He may devour. Mm. Don't care who it is. Mm -mm -mm. But all he needs is just a little bit. Yeah. And then it'll devour the whole. So that's why I'm here today to tell you. Stay for the old folks. Say, keep on keeping on, David. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> now, now tell. I, I want to know: Have you always had this voice? Mm-hmm. Did you, from an early, early age, were you singing in the church, or how did that work? My mother was born 1918. Okay. And she was a sickly woman, so <clears throat> they told her that she had a growth, and it was cancer. Wow. So she had a round of chemo and went back to see how that had uh, helped with the cancer. And they told her, unfortunately, it had grown. Oh, no. And then the intern came in and interrupted that uh, consultation and told the doctor that it wasn't a growth, it was a baby. What? So my sister was on the road with the singer James Brown. She was one of his singers. Wow. And my mother said, Joan, if I have this baby, I don't know if I'll live to take care of it. So the day that she was supposed to have the abortion because the doctors recommended it because I had been exposed to chemo, she had a dream about a fat yellow bird (laughs) that was singing in this cage. And my mother told my sister, Joan, this bird was so loud it was rude. (laughs) And Joan told my mom, whatever you do, mama, don't kill it because it's going to sing. So I was born. Oh, my goodness. Ten months. My mother was bedridden for about three of those months, about 90 days. And uh, I was born ten months, ten pounds, and now ounces. And my mother said, when the doctor spanked me, which they can't do that now, you go to jail. (laughs) But back in the day, they would spank you. And I said, ah! Mama said, that's that fat yellow bird right there. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So I didn't have a choice uh, because she was a singer. My sister was a singer. You know, when my mother could get my sister off the road from worldly James Brown, you know. Uh Now, I don't remember my mother turning away any of my sister's checks, though. But (laughs) she said, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. But... uh, I grew up singing with my mother's group. It was called Mother's and Daughter's Group. Wow. So, wow. yes. And didn't want to sing, David, because yeah. everybody else singing, you know, teenagers, how they, you know, I want my own, I want my own identity. I don't want, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But everywhere I went, there was a singer needed for the church, yeah. you know. Sister Angie, can you do this? And I was like, dang, yeah, yeah. I sew, I do, I crochet. Can I do uh, something else, you know? Right. But this is God's plan. That was your destiny. That was my destiny. <sighs> And God blessed it. He Amen. blessed it. Amen. And I've been a background vocalist for years. I yeah. mean, that's, I love the background. Yeah. You know, there's no pressure. <laughs> you know what you're going to do. You get on stage, you get off. I've been a background vocalist since 1986. But Bill Gaither. Yeah. On, uh, I want to say I did a, a DVD with Jason Crabb. 
Oh, yeah. And Bill Gaither was in the audience, and he said, Kid, Kid, you know, he stutters, hey, 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 I, 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 I want to take you on the road. And I was like, for who? <laughs> he said, for you. I was like, no, who am I? Who I, I love to go. I'm on the road all the time. I'll go. For who? Yeah. He said, for you. I said, no, you don't understand. So I'm like, this man is old. He don't know what he's talking about. So I'll call his office <laughs> tomorrow. And I called Geraldine. And Geraldine said, Angie, he wants to take you on the road. I said, I know, but whose music am I studying? Right. I mean, I'm just not bored knowing I got to study. He said, for you. I said, for me, who? Yeah. I said, Angela. And I was like, as a soloist? I don't do that. <laughs> and Jesse Dixon had just passed. Oh, yeah. So they said, can you do some of Jesse Dixon's tracks? Oh, my goodness. And my first solo date with Bill Gaither was January 19th, 2012. Is that right? And I've been doing it ever since. In 2012? That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's a, Okay, so uh, such a rich history. But again, you have a message, mm. and you're able to share that message. Yes. Jesse Dixon had a very powerful <laughs> voice <laughs> as well. He did. As well. But to be and able to, to share that with people, that's got to be exciting. Well, and what I'm excited about sitting here with you today, I was just thinking about the globe that's out in the front. Yeah. That big ball. Yep. I don't know if they've seen your studio, but God has richly blessed you and the world that just sits right out on the front of your lot here. I know. It's literally like a it's, it's like yes, a globe it sitting is. there. It is. Oh, David. so again, a year ago, not even in the works, right? And my signature phrase out of a thousand pieces of media, probably 1,500 pieces of media that I've taped over the last 15 years, I have ended every single one of those with Psalm 19.1. I'm David Reeves. Truly, the heavens declare the glory of God, right? <laughs> and then a planetarium, a 60-foot yeah. full-dome planetarium yes. where you can show people, you can show the world how the heavens declare the glory of God. And it's sitting here in this building right now. I mean, it's like, if that's not the Lord, if God isn't at work every day, I don't know how in the, how could you be so blind? Yes. Forget about it. Forget about it. Because if they don't get it, they're not going to get it. Just keep no. moving. Shoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because God is, he's tired of trying to debate. Yes. Who he is when he already is. That's, it's not up for it's debate. It's not up for debate. He's God <laughs> with or without you. So he just says, just show me. Stop debating it yep. and just show. I'm going to show up and be God. You just show up and be the vessel I need you to be. And doesn't he give us all a choice? Because here we are, we're, we're faced with creation all around us. The beauty, the design, the complexity. And he says, yeah, I've put it all in front of you. Yeah. Uh -huh. Just like. You know, I put all of these beautiful things and then this one tree in the garden. I was like, no, don't eat off of that tree, right? So I put all of these beautiful things in front of you. And you decide whether you think that this happened by chance or whether you think that there's somebody much, much bigger involved. And, and I mean, you know, we have decided as intellectuals, right? Yeah, that's oh, it. I'm an intellectual creature and that's I can it. explain yeah. everything without God. That's it. Don't need him. Yeah. But Charles Spurgeon, he's often known as the Prince of Preachers. Charles Spurgeon, he yeah. said a lot of these people, they don't care so much for these atheistic ideas of evolution and all that. 
not not in and of themselves, but only so far as it may serve the purpose of escaping from the thought of God, right? In other words, these people are saying, hey, I want to be my own God. I want to decide for myself what's right and what's wrong. Yes. And yet everything looks designed. So if I say that the world happened by chance, if I say that this, this whole place just evolved, then maybe I can escape from the thought of God, but he's still there. <laughs> he's still there. You can't. Yes. 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 And it all boils down to that. He is still God. He doesn't need our approval no. to be God. No. He asks you to join. Now, you know, that's just like you have a party, you know, and the scripture talks about the wedding, mm-hmm. you know. Now, yeah. there were those who accepted the invitation and yes. came. And in those, there were those who were too busy. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You know what I mean? But they missed it. But they missed the whole thing. Now, it didn't mean that it didn't happen because they weren't there. Ooh. Oh, I like that. You see. I like that. The event still happened. Yeah. You weren't there. (laughs) (laughs) The excavations and things, the wonders of God. Yeah still going to happen. They're still going to happen. Now, you don't have to believe it. Right. But you're missing out on such an opportunity, such a gift. Oh, God help. And it's free. It's free. <laughs> it's free. You know, when I stood there and I looked over the, 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 the valley of Megiddo, you know? Yes. And you stand there and then you see the hill that flourished. Then you see the hill that was condemned. That's right. And you stand in there one foot on green and one foot on rock. <laughs> you have to be a crazy person <laughs> yes. to not believe God and who he is. I'm Amen. so glad I'm a believer. Amen. 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 And you keep making it real for the believers. We just need a little encouragement. We need uh, yes. for a little encouragement. 30 seconds before we go. Can you sing the, uh, the chorus if I can help somebody? Then my living shall not be in vain. No, my living shall not be in vain. Oh, David, if you can help somebody (laughs) as you pass along, then you're living, you're excavating. You're digging, you're searching, will not be in vain. No, this building Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. will not be in vain. Amen, amen. Angela Prim website. AngelaPrim.com. Dot com. And on social yes. media as well. Yes, yes, yes. Check her out. Thank you so Thank much for you. being here. Thank you. Thank oh. you. I'm available. Just call me. I'd love to show up and bring excitement. Becky Simmons is my booking agent. And, and Becky's a dear friend. Yeah, she's a dear friend. Yes. She's a dear friend of mine. <laughs> I'm here because of her today. Oh, so th- I'm so proud. I'm so yeah. proud. I'm proud of the Lord and I'm proud of you. Oh. Well, Please. we love you. Oh, thank, thank you for you what you so do. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love you. Amen. Thank and you. thank you for joining us. Yes. This is Changing the Narrative. I'm David Reeves. And until next time, I want you to remember to keep looking up because truly the heavens declare the glory of God.